Welcome to Theater of the Mind Flayer, a D&D podcast in the homebrewed world of Jekyll. We've got two DMs for some reason, which can only mean twice the fun. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your time at... Heyo! Welcome to Theater of the Mind Flayer. I am your DM. I am the captain now. I, Hercules Mace, am the dungeon master for this. <laughs> the most hollows of eaves, the most uh, tis the season to be scary, to be spooky, scary Fall uh, vibes <laughs> all the way. Autumn vibes is definitely not a month and a half before Halloween. Shut up. <laughs> It's okay, I already started rewatching we, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> we record these as you guys listen to them. So right now, if you press pause, we have to stop for a moment. Oh, hang on. Yep, we're back. Right. <laughs> that was a long one. Yeah, that was a long one. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, good thing we can edit that out. <laughs> so you should do Herc while you're in charge. Just uh, make Caleb edit as much as you can. <laughs> I mean, I already requested the uh, the the special Halloween intro. That, oh, yeah. that's right. That we might yeah. hear well, later. You, yeah, they, we've already heard it. Oh, we just, yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, were, did you layer in some of the spooky noises that we've a- made? Absolutely. That we're gonna make. I don't know how you made it sound spicy, but I liked it. Was it was because of your sound effect. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you like the little solo I gave you? It was great. Yeah, yeah thank you. I, my ego really appreciated yeah, it. Thank yeah. you. The uh, the table that is slowly falling apart at the seams. <laughs> I'm already one minute into this. You can hear the lovely tones of Daniel Butlin. Hello. Of Dale and Lester Serafini. Hi, hi, hi. And of the two schmucks that are usually <laughs> over on this side of the table, uh, Jacob Mason. Yeah, that's me. And Caleb Dowd. What's up? <laughs> we got shafted. I know. I, I I'm very happy to be over Luke. Here. Yes. <laughs> you have absorbed Luke. In the womb. In, <laughs> you devoured uh, him in, I have, in I utero. Have, <laughs> I have put him in amber and used his DNA to make uh, D&D podcasts without him. Yes. So that I may Luke. usurp the two DMs for... One night. Luke's yeah. either allergic to one shots or he fucks up the mic somehow. So he's banned yeah. from one shot. It's <laughs> bad. No more one shots for Luke. I'm t- if we ever finish Hasty Reattach, I'm totally going to make a crack about how, wow, your voice sounded different <laughs> <laughs> last Okay. It's really weird. Yeah. How are you guys today? Yeah. Good. It's weird yeah. being on Good. the Yeah. You, you want to know legitimately how I'm doing? Uh, mm, mm, you got some vertigo today, right? Got some vertigo Ooh, in yeah. yeah. Woke up this morning, had a dizzy head, popped some... Gra- Why can't I say what it is? I keep saying Gravelox, but that's gravy, isn't it? I think it's just Gravel. 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 Yeah. What do we call it? Gravelox is gravy. Yeah. Okay. That's the, yeah. I drank some gravy, gravy. Felt my- <laughs> <laughs> threw up brown uh, stuff out my nose. So. The American way. American just way. Yeah. Yeah. gravy and yeah. get her done. Gravy and 7-Up, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gravy <laughs> and that's all you need. Saltine crackers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cures any ailment. I'm good. How are you doing, Herc? I am nervous as shit. <laughs> I'm gonna be fully fun, honest. Isn't it? Yeah, I've I've DM'd for seven years, but this is probably the most nervous <laughs> I have ever felt. There's nothing to worry about. If you fuck it up, we'll edit it out. Yeah, just like yeah. we edit. Unless it's funny. Ups. If we laugh at it, then it, it sticks. That's yes. the that's the rules. Yeah, no, I listen. Plus. I'm not Luke. I listen to the podcast. 
we trust you. Yeah. God, he's getting called out a lot tonight. about Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonight, because he's <laughs> not never here know. and he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Unless he will listen to the podcast. You said that. No. I would say worse, but he drives me home. So be very careful. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. Until I get another bike. <laughs> will you get another bike? I think I will because it's kind of my like mode of transportation. It oh, is. Probably it's by the so, time this goes out, you'll probably have another bike. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's so I don't want to buy a car. Yeah, that's I fair. just I don't. Cars it's suck. it's too expensive in the city, and so the... any of you well-off listeners that want to gift us an e-bike, uh, <laughs> that'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, yeah, sponsor the podcast with. A e-bikes. couple of e-bikes. Yeah. We yeah. Were, I was going to say, if that. it's one e-bike, we got to have to raffle it off. Six e-bikes. <laughs> Maybe the person precise. who lives in Luke's New West. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I have a long commute. <laughs> I'd f- but, fly uh, on an e-bike. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Possibly. Oh, you guys will find this hilarious. I'm so excited. Caleb uh, rocked up last night to our home game D&D session mm-hmm. and I went out back to meet him uh, at the car. He opened the car door. Guess what happened? Phone. Oh, <laughs> And I was like, you dropped your phone. He's like, it's not my phone. <laughs> what? No. I said it had a case on it, which it does. Oh, good. So good. it was perfectly fine. So Yay. baby steps. Baby so steps. Obviously having a case works really well. Well, in that particular instance, it did. But I, I've had phones that broke in their case before. Right. So, so cases are bullshit. In this case, not always for sure. But <laughs> yeah. it's just a, a roll of the die, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Caleb to live so on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> <He> terrifies me. <laughs> but I'm also very lucky, Dalen. I usually kind of come out on my feet. So okay. Uh, so here's it, my theory. I think you're very lucky, and I think you getting all that luck has somehow rubbed off on us getting unlucky. Uh, yeah, we we have mentioned this yeah. before. So I'm. You got to like do some extra luck stuff i do i do a little like lucky irish rain dance yeah oh totally right. yeah i could do a lucky dan- irish dance for you all if you would like yeah, that would be we'll do yeah. like a sponge any bad look we'll do a cleansing we'll yeah. do a healing yeah. and we'll do a lucky yeah. if, irish if dance next week you guys all wear green i will perform yeah. the little okay. irish and we'll record dance. it and we're gonna put it on instagram yeah. okay so. now i regret, <laughs> <laughs> regret this all it's your typical <laughs> irish kind of curse lifting you guys drink a pint Eat a potato and set fire to the British flag. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Viva la revolution. That's the French. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, we had our... Say it in Gaelic. It's mahlum cockamilish. 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 Wow. I have that's no way to prove great. that's what it actually means. That is <laughs> Well, I can tell you sentence. that's what it actually means. Herc's sure. Yeah. They sure learn. Um, they learn. You learn. Ari- uh, oh, yeah. From yeah. the age of four. Yeah. Very to cool. like 18. Right. So, so it's kind of like French here. I guess so, yeah. A little bit. Well, for they, some reason, Japanese in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, they try, really? they try to yeah. force oh, French. Wow. People, it doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't Ken, work on the Kenya, West Kenya, they were like, you get to pick. And I think, oh, but you had nice. to do, like, you could do Spanish or French were, like, automatically offered. And if you wanted to do German or Italian or Japanese, it was, like, a specific course. Oh. But that, I, didn't, I didn't stick with French. I really yeah. Didn't. I wish I stuck with the language. I bet well, I know it's, the it's, one. it's never too late to start. Yeah, that's true. Far too yeah. late. 
Far too late. No, I tried no, the Duolingo, no. but the Duolingo owl got too intense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Start having nightmares about it. <laughs> I really did. Where's your streak? The email. Where's your streak? <laughs> you made Duo sad with his yeah. crying owl. I just saw the meme of the like glass door and the silhouette of the owl. <laughs> 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 and I was like, I relate too deeply to this. It's time. Yeah. Uh, I can't do it anymore. ASL is one that I really want to stick to and learn. Mm. Yes. That'd be a cool one. There's a dude around town that we walk past that is deaf and has a dog, and I thought it'd be nice to yeah. chat with him. That's have cool. And have, it's also one that like has applications outside of speaking to someone who. Oh yeah, it makes the macarena really complicated, right? right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you're in like a crowd or something stuff like that, like it can. I wonder. Yeah, and it's you know? it's just a great. I when think Los learning Lombos, nonverbal communication. Yeah, is a did the really macarena live? How did the interpreter? Do that and the dance. I feel like you'd have two, two, like, you'd well, have one you person wouldn't doing the dance and the other person doing the signing. Well, like, must. yeah, you, <laughs> Otherwise, you I mean, because if the person's one. doing the dance on stage, they don't need they someone don't need, to like interpret yeah. that. You just need someone interpreting the words. Yeah, but Apparently I'm a, ter- there's I'm a usually dancer, two, so I need someone doing it two like interpreters. slightly slower off to the side. I think <laughs> the thing dancing. about the Macarena is you can't listen to the Macarena yeah, and you can not <laughs> I'm just imagining two groups that are like a concert. <laughs> One, everyone's doing it, and then there's a smaller group to the side. It's like, okay, <laughs> there you go. Learning how to do it. Yeah. Baby's first funny? Macarena. Yeah, the yeah. baby slope on a, like a ski slope. Tis the season for spookiness. We're just gonna we're just gonna chat for a little bit so I can delay the inevitability of having to start this. <laughs> uh, do any of you have a superstition or uh, other spooky like uh, we're doing ghost stories now? Ooh, okay. or actual beliefs. And yeah, stuff or like just that. like any supernatural supernatural's goings ons. Well, I mean, like has? the store I work, like we've been there. It's been there for thirty five years, and it has so much stuff like it's a dragon store you know but it just like and i'm working there like eight years and and i remember like the first year i started working there carmen just like nonchalantly was like yeah there's a ghost in the store and i was like oh okay and she was like, where do you think it is? And I was like, I think it's... Is this a Dora the Explorer <laughs> fucking show? Where do you think the ghost is? Point to where you... She was just like curious. She was like, Did, have you ever... And I was like, I don't know. Like the- She murdered someone and she's fishing to see whether you have any idea where she hid the body. <laughs> Where's the body? And I was like, oh, near the books. And she's like, yep, yeah. It's like, right. I don't know why. It, there's this old man. That apparently there's like an old man ghost that sits in the corner with the books. And I didn't really believe it in the beginning. I was like, I don't know. I feel some weird energy, but like maybe that's just weird energy. And then like, I shit you not. One day we're at work and this family comes in and this little girl stands at the front door and she refuses to come in. And she's staring into the corner and she's just like, nope, nope, I don't want to come in. Her mom's like, come in, come in. And she's like, no, that old man is staring at me. And points Whoa. directly into the corner. And I, I wanted to be like, your kid's fucking right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, children and animals tend to they be able like, to see ghosts no. and stuff easier. So he's like, every once in a while, I'll just be like, hey, how you doing? You know, just. Yeah, just let the, I always think you got to let the ghost know that I'm cool with you being here if you're cool with me being it's here. It's all good. Right? And if you want me to go, mm. just let me know as soon as possible. Yeah. Give me like yeah. two weeks notice. Just yeah, give you, me, you can just you write it like a, a, a note or like knock over the, the, the book twice and i'll take that as a sign as please leave and and we don't need to get like we'll violent like, or- i had something creepy <laughs> happening happened the other week and it was around the same time that we had someone staying here and they said that they had on a phone call a messenger phone call they heard a, a young woman singing 
and kind of looked at their phone screen and there was a woman's face and it disappeared real quick. Ah. Um, <laughs> turns out they'd bumped a video on the phone, so it's all <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. But I was on the phone to someone who was scheduled to call me and I picked up the phone and all I heard was, I like being up here with you guys. <gasps> what? And no. then they said, hello. And I'm like, hey. And she's like, sorry, sorry. I was chatting to the receptionist. Uh, and obviously they were upstairs from where they were normally were in the building that you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were upstairs and calling from the reception desk upstairs. But for a moment, my, oh. like, everything left my body. I was like, oh. <laughs> um, I occasionally <laughs> get Terrifying. humming, like hear humming. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I have a dream. That's not how the speech goes. Yeah. Uh, I have a dream. <laughs> uh, no, that joke's like a month older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, every now and then it, it, it flies by me. Uh, I will be doing something anywhere, anywhere at all. And then all of a sudden I'm in a house that I know is this house that I'm always end up in. And I already know that I'm going to end up in this very specific bedroom that when I go to the bedroom, it's, it's, there's a, uh, I can picture it so clearly. It's like an old lady's bedroom. And every, I'm getting shivers now, that every, every time everything goes dark, and the door whoosh, slams shut, and I wake up fucking terrified. <gasps> oh my god! Woo. Uh. So that's that's they're not ghost stories; <laughs> they're just like yeah. brain doing funny things. Uh, but I haven't had a ghost ghost story. I did go to Port Arthur in Australia, Ooh. where the Port Arthur massacre came, and that's just a weird place to be around at night. You know, my grandma has a bunch of ghosts. Yeah, yeah, she's always had a ghost follow her like most of her adult life, like really? around through her various houses, just like doing small things, like the sugar bowl will be empty one day. Like, it'll just be, like, dumped out, empty, or, like, shit will move from, like, one place to another place. They're always place, assholes, like, aren't they? Diabetic ghost, yeah. What? <laughs> it's not even just, like, assholes. It's more they're just, like, curious. Or, like, she'll hear walking up in the attic and, like, there's nothing up there. Yeah. And, like, I've I've also had a couple. Like, I've had gods talk to me. I think I've already talked you about You told us about that. Yeah. 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 But I was, uh, had both Balder and Freya talk to me from the Norse Pantheon talk to me. But otherwise, also uh, shortly after my aunt passed, right? She uh, she passed a couple of years ago. Uh, on like the night that she had passed, my uncle was in town, and he had a dream. Like the the two of them never quite got along, but he had a dream, and it was her. And the two of them sat down and had a conversation in his dream, and he was like, "No, it was fucking real." Mm. Like the two of us were there, yeah. and then also like she lived in a little um, laneway house out behind my grandma's old place. And like it was empty for weeks because she was in the hospital for a while. So no one was in that house. But then when uh, we went in to go collect her stuff after she had passed, the whole place smelt like sandalwood. And that was her favorite scent. So we kind of knew she was there. Yeah. And like that's how I like took some of the things because I'm like, I'd be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then I'd see a cool thing and then it would really smell like sandalwood. So then I would take the thing. Yeah. Very nice. Mm. I I have a few stuff like this, but um, the one that kind of left the biggest mark on me, I suppose. Do do any of you guys have sleep paralysis? Yes. yes. Yeah. I used to get it really, really bad. So I'd wake up, but now I'm not actually awake, yeah. but I feel like I'm awake, lying always on my back, mm-hmm. can't move, and would always feel like there was something in the room with me. This for like a lot of my life. Around the time it was getting really bad, my dad was seeing this woman who was... Is everyone else seeing her as well? Everybody, everybody was seeing her. Oh, right. They could see her. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, it turns out we were all dead. <laughs> but it's a lot of She was convinced that she was haunted. They had bought this tea set a couple of years ago, her and her previous husband, that once they got it, they used to hear all this like uh, 
kind of similar to like the the bowl of sugar being emptied stuff getting knocked over sounds and stuff i'm very like not a believer in this kind of stuff so i kind of laughed it off but she brought the tea set into the fucking house and i <laughs> swear to god shit started happening right and it goes uh, surreal 100 percent. there was surreal. just weird stuff my dad and uh, my sister who were living in the house at the time would be telling me about these kind of weird stuff that was happening you know just similar stuff to that and i'd kind of laugh at it but i was sitting in the sitting room one evening that i was visiting putting it and uh yeah (laughs) and tv wasn't on nobody else was in the house and the tv just turned on by itself and it's never done that before ever and like the remote was sitting on the coffee table next to me there's no way it could have turned on I was like, that's fucking weird. It turned on to like a weird, uh, like blank channel as well. It didn't turn on to whatever was previous. So I was like, all right, fuck this. But around that week, I was staying a lot and I had three nights in a row of really bad sleep paralysis. And the first one was I woke up and there was a man in like Victorian era clothes standing (laughs) at the foot of my bed and staring at me, fucking British. (laughs) And uh, again, I couldn't move. And he just, he just looked at me. The second night, then he was like standing next to my bed. Oh, oh he's closer. He got closer. Oh, same, wow. same dude. Yeah, that's no, the no, that's no, a paranormal no, no. experience. Couldn't right there. couldn't yeah. ma- couldn't make out his face, but he was wearing these kind of like I want to say nearly like kind of so soldier esque kind of Victorian clothes. Yeah. Right. And then the third night, I woke up and he was sitting next to my bed leaning over to me, and he was like whispering some kind of language I didn't understand. And uh, I got the fuck out of there then. I didn't stay for a long time. And my sleep process never got so bad. My brother was found speaking to like a lot of random people in different rooms. At this time now, he was a child. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, you kind of, you kind of say, but it was all this stuff just and only in the house. And then they got rid of the tea set. And none of that shit ever happened yep, again. No, that was oh, a haunted set. That was so and, and and like like my dad's girlfriend at the time was convinced coming in that this tea set was haunted, and I was so skeptical. And then was doing all this stuff. So that was probably like the biggest kind of I guess. It's funny, I know a yeah, couple spooky. people, but I would never, I would never be like, oh, they would admit to having a paranormal experience. But there's the odd person that tells you something, and you're just like, they wouldn't tell that out of turn or lies yeah. for the yeah. sake of it. Yeah. It was yeah. freaky. And, and a lot of them freaky. are just like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck was going on, but yeah, I, yeah. I woke up and I had a big scratch down my back. I don't know why. Oh, Now I will oh, say there's you. a lot of ways you could explain away all these individual things, but the feeling that I got at the, the time feeling, was yeah. like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I don't believe, man. Yeah. Oh. It's all by, if, magic is a weird thing. Magic and spirits and stuff like yeah. that is the more you believe in them, the more they affect you. Mm. Yeah. So if you don't believe in them at all, mm-hmm. you're good. It's nothing. I'll leave you alone. Yeah. But if you Hi. believe in them, though, you got you got a ghost story, Danny. Got a ghost story. The closest I've I've had is one of like the second share house I lived in. While I was in uni. Um, it was this beautiful house. It was yellow, two story, weatherboard house. I had a beautiful like garden around it. Huge, super spacious. This is amazing. We moved in, and there was just something weird about the house and it just didn't it just felt cold and sad despite it being this house that like was sun drenched with huge windows and sunroom it just there was something about it that felt sad 
and weird. And everybody in the house also then was sad and weird. But we found out later that um, a little girl had actually died. Um, she's she's there. She's, she's yeah, there. died she's of there. illness. I don't want to go into detail about the story because you know it was a difficult situation. I think for everybody involved. Uh, but yeah, we did hear about it from the police. My scooter got stolen by some neighbors, um, but it didn't have much fuel in it, so it didn't get very far. And then we found it and it was fine. But in that process, we talked to the police. And they're like, "Oh, you're in that house." Oh, no. okay. <laughs> we don't come around for calls around like, that house. Oh, wow. <laughs> a, sentence, <laughs> a sentence you never want to hear. Yeah, they're like, oh, good. They finally got someone to live there. And we're like, oh, okay. Uh, but it was fine. I mean, like, I don't think it wasn't like a malicious presence or anything like that. It was just a really sad. Yeah. It was a house soaked in like just in a grief. heavy. Yeah. It was heavy, heavy place. But I think, I think on the whole, like, I'm pretty since then I'm I'm pretty like strong on a vibe check. So if I go somewhere, I know, particularly with houses, I know like when I look at the door and the number on the door whether I'm going to live there. It happened here, it happened mm-hmm. my my last apartment. Like I just know I like I step in and I'm like, "Yes, this is where I will live." And like <laughs> that it happened. Yeah. Manifesting. Um, yeah. Always I always know it's like a weird like positive thing mm. i guess a house being like welcome but do you get do you ever walk into places then and get a bad like a really bad vibe since then like the opposite do you walk in and go oh yeah nope, this no, place nope, now you're bothering just turning around heading yeah. heading right out no i th- i mean i i think i get a like even from the, from a picture mm. or mm-hmm. like i think even in applying for a thing like or sending an email you're like yeah nah, i don't think i'm gonna get an email back or i don't know yeah, there are a few places where like it was like nice, and we're like, oh, this is nice, but no, nah, we're not gonna. Like, there's definitely gonna energy around. Like when you're in yeah. a when you're in a house or an apartment or something, and there's a pet in there, there's definitely like an energy vibe. And when there's nothing in there, there's definitely a different a different kind of thing. Yeah. So when you go in somewhere that you expect to be empty, and there's that energy vibe in there, you're like, oh, 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 my. The same way when you look at something that should be alive and it's not, your brain goes, hang on, why can't I feel that? energy there so when you step in and there is energy and you're like there's nothing in here why is there energy (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. i think i'm really like that with objects as well like Uh like if i would have like i like to think i wouldn't buy a haunted tea set because i'd be like do you know they bought it at like some kind of fair as well it's like your typical stereo horror movie grade bullshit Uh, like actually speaking of horror movie fucking grade bullshit let us begin. Hey. The lament of lost things. Ooh, that's a cool title. I like the title. <laughs> Theater of the mind flip. What happens when the things that we don't see go missing? Where do things go when they've been left to the dust? Where do souls go? when they're laid to their earthen beds. These are the questions that lead all to this same place. A small town surrounded by mist and wood. It's where you, Danielle, or Tramer, wake up. You see around you a small village as people just kind of shuffle along, going about their business. You are in a field, just on the edge of the woods. Sleep 
in your eyes, your body stiff. Oh, oh my, I, what, and I'm gonna, if anyone was observing, <laughs> they would see a uh, quite a tall woman, very, very, very pale skin, like so white that it could be marble, dark, curly hair and sort of translucent light blue eyes that sort of look almost like they're barely a wash of color. She's wearing a purple cloak and uh, silvery chainmail and just light, light gray clothes under the chainmail. She's not naked. <laughs> I feel like just chainmail would be very uncomfortable. Yeah, you'd get caught and like, ooh, that didn't really, yeah. Nope, Not a fun time. Bad time. <laughs> and she has a quite a brightly colored shoulder bag uh, with her. And it's kind of like patch patches, like patches of leather that are sewn, sewn together, but they're all stained in different colors. And so it's kind of contrast between like her features being very washed out and this deep deep royal purple and this brightly colored patchwork bag so as you wake up you're you rub the the sleep out of your eye and kind of the lactic acid out of your joints and you see um just across the way that uh a young man was seemingly watching you and kind of as you wake up he sort of comes over and goes oh um you're awake oh. i i did not wish to disturb you but um i was just wanting to make sure that you are okay what Ah, I'm not sure. Uh, I apologize. I don't, I don't usually fall asleep in fields, but um, I, I'm not quite sure how I came to be here. Most people come here for the same reason. They're lost. They are looking. They are... I see. Well, I certainly am lost. <laughs> I can agree with you on that. I apologize. I would introduce myself, but I don't even know my name. It is all right. I've met a few people like you before. Uh, oh. Come, I am Armia. Armia? Armia. Armia. Thank you for uh, greeting me and, and, and being quite gentlemanly. In he's, he's, he's like maybe half-elven, some of that short-cropped, uh, dirty blonde hair. Fairly tan skin, but you see his eyes have very dark circles around them, like he's maybe not gotten a good night's sleep in a while. Okay. Perhaps I can um, bring you... Far into town, maybe we can help you find what you're looking for. I'm just going to check to see if there's anything around me, if there's anything that might indicate how I appeared in the field. Make a perception check. All right. Ten. Ten. <laughs> you look around and you see sort of where the grass is laid flat, where you were lying. You look and you see not a whole lot. There's a slight fog rolling into town, but you do find sort of right where you were sitting, you find a piece of paper. And on it, it's just written the name Cassia. I'm going to bend over and pick it up. Well, I don't know what this is, but uh, I don't think we're going to find anything much else here. So, uh, sure, why don't we uh, go into town? Over on the other side, walking down a misty forest road, humming a song to yourself to stave off nerves in this place that you know nothing of. Uh, how would you describe yourself? You see a loxodon, a large, large 
elephantine, an elephant man with a, a large belly and strong legs. He's got what appears to be a drum kind of strung over his back. He's got bagpipes hanging by his side and a lute over his back, uh, JB style. He's wearing what appears to be just just casual kind of like minstrel-esque clothes. Um, and he's got two large kind of dangly earrings hanging out his elephant uh, ears. This is uh, Medvarax. And he's currently trotting his way, his head held high, humming to himself, kind of just looking around, trying to figure out what the hell he's doing here. Sort of, you, you walk for a little bit and you hear the, the faint hustle and bustle of a small town in the distance that you can barely see because of the fog. But you hear, Oi! Turn around, look for the sign of the voice. Uh, you see a small halfling fellow, maybe about 20 feet behind you, this massive blunderbuss on his back. There's a mighty, mighty strong voice you've got there, young man. <laughs> for someone so small, I wouldn't expect to hear something that loud. Someone so big, I thought you'd be a little more triumphant. Well, size and everything. Yes. No. Didn't think that you would be enough of an idiot to come around this place. Yes, his voice is at earth. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what long hair you have. Uh, what, what, where am I? What, what is this place? Well, you're at Shit's Row, but that's what I call it. Salem Hill. Salem Hill. I don't quite remember how I got here. Hmm. Most don't. Looking for something? I have been looking for a personal belonging of mine, yes, yes. Stolen from you? I believe it was, yes. I was at a gig not too far from here and played a rollicking good show. And then, uh, God knows, I lost the, uh, lost the source of my, uh, I guess you could say my talent. Uh, so it's not natural. All right. Uh, name's Mick. Mick? Yeah, I'm the Huntsman here. Mick the Huntsman. Nice to meet you, Mick the Huntsman. Sure, the pleasure's yours. I'm Medvarax. The pleasure is all mine, as a matter of fact. I'm very pleased to meet another being out here. We should probably get you in town before sun goes down. Of course. Can I sing you a ditty on the way to keep us kind of entertained to stave off the the, uh, the baddies? Usually we like to stay quiet to keep them from not knowing where we are. Fair, fair, very fair. Maybe I'll just hum a little bit and give it a bit of a... Sure. <laughs> Go for it. It's <laughs> the two of you... Meander your way back into town. Cut to inside the tavern of Salem Hill. Behind it, in a dark little alley, emerging from a seemingly a, a rabbit hole in the ground. Would you like to introduce yourself, Caleb? Coming out of this rabbit hole, you see a little three and a half foot goblin. His skin is green and kind of splotched with bits of gray. He's got this slicked back, shiny black hair tied back into a little ponytail. And he's wearing these really intricate, lavish golden robes, which have two slits going up either side, kind of like Angelina Jolie in Mrs. and Mrs. Smith kind of vibe, you know? Like, kind of provo- kind of provocative. It's twice in two days. Did you guys just watch it? Uh, it's Naya's favorite film. <laughs> She'd watch it every day if she could. He crawls out of this rabbit hole and he, he starts to pat himself down. I'm in the alleyway. Am I kind of, like, by myself? I guess I will make my way into the tavern. Yeah, you, you go into this back door and you hear, like, a somber piano 
play throughout, seemingly sourceless in this place. As you see, you walk in, you see a a skeletal man behind the bar, his face adorned with colorful tattoos that slightly glow as if he was a Day of the Dead sugar skull. His skull just kind of turns around and sees you come out of the back door and just goes, Are you lost, sir? I don't believe I'm lost. (laughs) But I am looking for something. What are you trying to find? Oh, well, it's a piece of jewelry, actually. I don't know if you know anyone around town who knows anything about jewelry. (laughs) There is one, the jeweler. Who deals with jewels, but there are others who purchase from the jeweler, who purchase the jewels. I guess I better go talk to this jeweler then. <laughs> Perhaps, unless it is already too late. Have you seen somebody purchase some jewelry? Has anybody came in here after making a, a purchase of a, a ring, perhaps? I see many who come through here. They are not the type to buy. They're the type to find and take and bring back. Kurt's gonna look around the tavern. Is there is there anyone else around, or is it just this music and? Right now, it's just him. It's just you see him. Like, it's also like a little dusty on the bar. Okay. Like you see, like he's might have been sitting here for a while, yeah. waiting for someone to come in. Okay. Could you point me in the direction of the jeweler? This bony finger, he raises it, and he points towards the front door. Just down the road to the left, this is where you will find the jeweler. But I fear your ring is much farther than that now. Okay, that's very ominous, but I'm going to go check at the jewelers first. Very well. Good day to you, sir. Good day. Crueth is going to leave the tavern. And finally, also waking from a... A stupor. You were wandering, looking, but you've lost track of time. Um, it's been maybe a few minutes, a, an hour. It's, I don't know, you suddenly see yourself in the square of a town you've never known. Can I see the sun? Uh, you look up and you see a dark gray sky. Mm. Almost as if the, the very fog that surrounds in the forest is a very misty day. And almost as if the town itself just has a slight light by the various lanterns on the various doorsteps. And who you see in the square is a rather tall, uh, quite brawny, brass dragonborn. Long, kind of curling horns. She's got quite almost golden eyes, like coppery eyes. And she's wearing, she's also wearing chainmail. Kind of more coppery and with a um, like a leather breastplate over it and leather pants. And she has a small satchel on her back and she has several scars across her face, like cut uh, kind of just they almost appear black where cuts and scars have kind of mapped and crossed over each other. Um, yes, yeah, she looks around confused. Is there anyone else? nearby. Uh, you see in the distance what looks like moving figures, but you see now that you've kind of gotten your bearings, in the center of this town would be a hangman's noose. Empty. 
but on top, a raven sitting there watching you. Focus. All right, no, no, you can do this. You're walking through the woods. We're going through the woods. We're in the woods, and now we're in a town. Now we're in a town, we're in a square, and there's a raven talking to you. That's perfectly normal. Uh, It's all perfectly, yes. You wouldn't happen to know where a sword is, would you? It just puffs its chest and just goes, Talia! No, I'm not looking for a Talia. I'm looking for a sword, but that's okay. Talia! It kind of, it flies down and just kind of goes in front of you and just, it looks up at you, picks at your boot. I uh, reach into my satchel in the back and I pull out a tiny ration bag and I'm just going to sprinkle some food at my feet. It, it scarfs it up and then it just looks back up at you. Talia! You're kind of cute. You wouldn't happen to know which direction I should go. So he kind of flutters up and hang and just uh, goes back up to the top of the hangman's noose and just kind of waits there for a moment. Yeah, no, I'm not getting in that thing, but thank you for the offer. I appreciate it. And at that moment, you would see kind of all converging at once. Seamless storytelling. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, what? I went to the tavern to start the adventure, but <laughs> <laughs> nobody was there. No, was there. <laughs> you guys not played D&D and before? <laughs> I, I was waiting for you. <laughs> I pulled, I pulled the rug out from under your feet. <laughs> we are not meeting in the tavern. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see several figures all starting to make their way in. You see a large elephant man accompanied by a small halfling with a large gun. Uh, you see a pale woman, the young, dark-skinned half-elf walking towards you. And you see a goblin open the doors of the tavern. As you just kind of see vaguely in the back the... The skeletal barkeep just still dramatically pointing towards the front door. Uh, I'm just going to carefully take uh, my dagger out of one of its side holsters and just like tuck it up my sleeve just so it's like kind of close. All right. He's town. Well, thank you very much for taking me all the way into town, good chap. Can I uh, do you the favor of uh, singing you a ditty as you depart? Are you departing? Is that what, that's what's happening? Usually it's best to keep things quiet. I know you've said that. It's dreadfully boring, keeping things quiet. Yes, keep things safe. What, what do we need to stay safe from here? You, the mist? The nor- the, the, you got sore ears? Is that a problem? No. But there's things out there. Oh. I'll see that you appreciate your voice too much. Maybe they'll take it. Listen, if things come at me, I will come at them head on like a bat out of hell. Don't worry about that. But I'll be gone in the morning, gone. <laughs> And with that, he just kind of goes, you're best to wait around. Things tend to find you, rather than you find them. Right, what, what sort of things? I'm sorry, hi, nice to meet you all. Uh, I'm Medvedax. Uh, you've probably, Medvarax, rather, because I don't even know my own fucking name. You've probably seen me around playing before. No, no need to ask for autographs, I'll sign them later. What are we waiting for? What, what'll, what'll come out? Kind of looks up at the raven that's there. That'll probably do. I'm sorry, do you know where we are? Salem Hill. Salem Hill. Do you know how we got here? Oh, so... Well, I'm pretty sure I got here on my getaway sticks, the old shoelace express, but I can't (laughs) be 100% sure. All I know is I was walking in the woods, and now I'm here, so I wouldn't mind an explanation, but... I just woke up in the field. Oh, had a big night, have you, darling? I'm I'm not sure. I mean, to be honest, I, I 
I have no recollection of of anything before waking up in that field. So uh, no recollection of anything at all. You don't know who you are. You don't know where you're from. No, I I don't. <laughs> what about you, strange little man? Me? How did you know I was a man? Well, I just assumed. Do I not look like a goblin, not a man? I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I thought you'd prefer to be called man than goblin. No one wants to be called goblin god. This is true. I used to be a man. That's funny you say. You used to be right. I'm here with a bunch of crackpots and whoever the fuck you are, I'm going into the bar for a drink. Would anyone care to join me? Wouldn't mind knowing what the fuck's going on before I do anything, but... Yes, I I do feel that uh, we've all been uh, brought here to this uh, square... So to speak. We can ask one of the locals. We can go get a drink. Surely it's oh, packed. It's shockers. It's going to be shockers in there. My lovely gentleman friend, Armir, here, did uh, bring me from the field to this here square. So uh, he, he might have some additional information for you. I, I, I'm not sure, though. I, I don't um, want to speak to you, of there course. With a question mark above his head. Blowing <laughs> 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 question mark. Armir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to be part of the Navy, huh? <laughs> uh, Medrax, nice to meet you, Amir. That's, that was quite funny. Thank you, thank you. I've been trying out a new set since I've lost my pick. I can't really play the tunes I want to play, so I'm trying my hand at a little bit of a stand-up uh, comedy. Can you give us a little bit of your set? Yeah, of course. Uh, 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 uh five? Beg your pardon? Type five? I can give you a type five right now. Oh, I just hit my leg. <laughs> Now listen, welcome. <laughs> Mine, you like that? You like yes. the slapstick? Yes, I can do I more do. slapstick. It's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. All right. We rely on a lot of that in the army. The slapstick slap and the sticking them in the eye. That's good. Are you, have you been in the armed forces before? It's very uh, lowbrow humor. Yeah, it's it depends, depends who does it. You know, some people can do slapstick really highbrow. I myself am still trying to iron out those kinks. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt your set. Go ahead. Well, thank you, thank you. No, no problem at all. Uh, can I get a suggestion from the audience? Looks at you all, one after the other. Um, a ship. A ship, right, ship. Speaking of ships, uh, you know how whales jump up out of the water and splash back down? That sort of thing. They come up, they go, yeah. and they land. Yeah. I believe, I believe it's because they're swimming underwater with all their best friends. Yeah. They look at each other and they say, listen, mate, do you want to go up and do that? Oh, you want to give it a go? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Jumps up out of the water, looks around, realizes none of his mates have jumped out with him. Oh, and lands back in the water. That's what our, our whales do. Thank you. Thank you. Do people pay you for this? I'm sorry, what? Do he people- is not a plant. No. A lot of people think I put plants in the audience. I really, really don't. Do you get paid for this? I am yet to get paid a penny for any joke I've ever told. Uh, but I'm trying. Never give up the fight. Sense. Power to the people. You are incredibly optimistic. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I find that uh, life is an honest. You have to be optimistic or you'll uh, become sad. Looks up at the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Looks back at you. Yeah. And not wanting to do anything. You're um, right. Yes. Um, I forgot what I was, um, saying. Uh, yes, where you are. Yes, uh, this is, uh, Salem Hill. Yeah, I heard that bit before. As the small man who has now disappeared into the mist, um, said, uh, this is, um, a very not good place. It got that from the vibe. Why are you here if it's not good? Like all the others here, I was drawn here, like you. How long have you been here? See, he kind of 
he stands there and he thinks for a moment. And you see, he brings up his fingers for a moment and he starts counting. And you see, like, he loses count and then he tries counting again and then loses I'll help you count. Out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, eight, uh, nine. Is that, is that many? Ten? Ten days? Ten months. Years. Oh. Ten years. Ten years. Well, I won't be here that long. I'm just looking for something and then I'm going to go. So, what are many people? Right, but I'm just looking for one very specific piece of jewelry. And you're saying you still haven't found what you're looking for? I still have not found what I'm looking for. I want to run. I, I want to hide. What are you looking for? I was looking for um, my brother. He sent me correspondence from... He said he would meet me here. So, uh, this town is, is, is a place that, that people n- know of... Did did y'all know of this town before you came here? Did you come here knowing that Salem Hill was a a place to come to 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 find things? Or? I was just borrowing, trying to find my ring because I thought I might have any dropped it down it a un- hole, but I came oh, up okay. back up for air. See any luck finding it? I was in no, no, no I was in the, the town, so it's very I important see. I get this ring, so. I'm probably just going to go to the jewelers and maybe see if they have it. What about right, I think I think that's a good idea. After looking for it in a hole, a jeweler's probably the next best place. Well, I was smelling it, sniffing it, and then I came up here. You have a good set. Do you have anything that smells oddly like it? Because I've got—I don't know if you've noticed—and he waves his enormous trunk. And he says, "I've got a brilliant little schnifter right here. If you want to let me oh, have a little bit well, of the, the, the best thing, I guess, that would smell, smell of finger, it. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, smell your finger. Okay. Yeah. Smell his finger, and I'd like to sniff the air to see if I can make smell. a, <laughs> make oh a perception God. check. That's with advantage because I'm advantage. using my big schnozzle. I won't tell you what it smells like. Old socks. <laughs> <laughs> Old socks. Are you pescatarian? I smell fish. <laughs> Fourteen. You sniff this goblin's finger. There's many a scent on that finger. Your finger actually yeah. gets sucked in by accident for a second. It's like a. <laughs> oh. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's covered in a little bit of a little bit of snot. Nice. But uh, you. With that, that goblin scent, you're trying to ignore the goblin who's the, the, the main source of the smell right in front of you, but <laughs> you feel lingering on the wind, the familiar smell of this goblin that you have just met. I think I can smell your ring on the wind. Oh, great. Which way is the wind going? I'm going to raise my trunk like a sniff, like a pointer dog, <laughs> and I'm going to point in the direction. That I smell that scent. It is towards uh, just like the woods. All I know is I was walking through the woods and I was looking for my sword. And Did you come across a ring? No, I didn't see a ring. Um, but I was a bit preoccupied, to be honest. And then I was here. Right. And, and what about you? Did you well, know no, this town before? No, no. I, I, I gigged a town not too far from here. I, I think. It's hard to tell where we are, but I... Uh, had a bit of a rock solo. I flicked my plectrum, that's guitar pick for you noobs, into the audience. Haven't found it since, so I kind of tracked it down to here. It's got a very distinctive smell to it. It's uh, made of uh, a turtle shell. Oh. A pal of mine who uh, used to be... Uh, it's a different universe. Oh, go on. Make the reference. It's a different universe. <laughs> the audience will understand. <laughs> we don't know where this is fucking set. Let's just say I'm a little biased towards... <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, yourself? Uh, we all seem to be missing something. What are you missing? Well, I, I'm not sure. Like I said, I just uh, woke up in the field and I, I really don't 
remember anything before that, so... Seems I, like maybe you're missing yourself. Well, I mean, I could, Well, I did find... I did find this piece of paper, and it just... It, it says the word Cassia, so... Uh, I guess Sorry, y'all can call you... me Cassia, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Could you say okay. that again? Ca- Cassia. I mean, it's right here. And, I, and I... she's going to point at the raven. Cassia! Uh, because it's a raven and I can't hear whether it's aspirating the first I letter. Said, I think that raven said Talia. Yeah, I, c- I couldn't tell if it was a Talia or a Calia, but I... that sounds quite similar. That is a s- similar name, uh, but Cassia and... and Talia, I, I, I mean, I, I, Do I don't know. Neither ID name really or? rings a bell for me, so. Yeah, have you got any identifying cards on you, possibly? I mean, th- that is a very good idea. I had not thought to look through. <laughs> have you already looked through your bag? No, I, I have not. I just woke up and 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 uh, uh, Amir here said to to come into town and and that it would be s- safer. And she's going to open up the. Um, you have what's on your character sheet yeah. in there. Yeah. Nothing Which nothing special. Nothing. Well, nothing I mean, I don't much like the idea of spending 10 years here looking for my guitar plectrum. No, I have to get back to my company. Your company? Yeah, we You run a theater? Oh, no, in terms of the uh the fighting kind. Oh, you're a rough and tumble kind of person. Yes, well, I've been with the um, the Queen's Company for quite a few years now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we were recently on a small expedition. I got separated from them and I somehow fucking lost my sword. I don't know how. I had it in my hand one moment and I was walking and and something, I heard this sound, like this loud sound. And then suddenly it wasn't in my hand and I was searching for it. And now I'm here. So you've been separated from the Queen's Company for a while now. I've got some terrible news. What do you mean? Well, we now have a king. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get a day off. <laughs> <laughs> what bullshit is that? <laughs> of course, all the public sector gets off. <laughs> I had two kids at home. I have to take a day off on pay to care for them. <laughs> How do you kids feel about you? <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you two kids feel about you heading out of home in order to uh, track down your ring hole? Are, ring. Are, are they're all grown now. They're off doing their own oh, adventures. You just say you've got two kids at home in order to get the sympathy. <laughs> I get it. Well, no, I did have two kids at home, but they grew up. No, oh, good for you. Yeah, I'm a family man. So, If that's true, then I don't know how long I've been gone. I don't know why, but perhaps we should at least try and find one of our things and... Ross, maybe my thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got the ring. Okay, uh, I've so got th- the scent of your ring on my nose. So it makes sense to go for that one then. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, I'm not sure how to f- figure out what you are missing. Maybe we'll just see if anything jugs your memory. Yeah. That seems a good as idea as any. I mean, and she just sort of looks around and and sort of looks at the raven and is thinking, who am I? <laughs> As she looks at the raven. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're in like a musical you're in there singing. <laughs> Do I hear that? <laughs> yes. I did, oh, okay. Right, well. Uh, you have lost more than the rest. You are best to seek me out. 
follow my bird. Oh, well, I guess we better follow the bird then. <laughs> Did something happen? I don't. I don't know if a bird's going to know where a sword, a plectrum, and a ring are. Oh, but did you all not hear the 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 bird's instructions just now? And the the sorry, the bird. Did the bird talk to you more than what it's saying right now? Well, you have lost a lot. Well, no, I heard it clear as day. He said that that. Well, I I, I was thinking, who am I? And and I was looking at the bird there, and and then I. I heard clear as day, just a visitor here. And, and, and then he said, he said a few more things. <laughs> I, I look up at the, the raven and I start thinking really intently at him, asking him where my ring is. And then he said I, I had lost more than most and, and that to follow, to follow my bird. So I suppose it wasn't really the bird talking so much as whoever, whoever belongs to the bird or, or, or the bird belongs to too. But y'all didn't hear any of that? No. No? I say raven, old chap. Talia! Yes, Talia. I have a question for you. Have you been speaking to this young person in their head? Talia! Hmm, I thought so. Um, <laughs> could you possibly lead us in the direction we need to go? Talia! And the raven shit takes off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, shit, I was bullshitting about understanding it, but we should probably leg it and follow. Let's go! Right. Right. Now, if you uh, move your hips and walk with more of a smooth motion, you can burn more calories and you don't move as uh, joltedly. It saves your... Uh, and watch. And he starts to power walk. <laughs> style. Hips kind of rolling, knees bending, uh, and starts to... Uh, he's going to pull out his... Uh, lift up his bagpipe before he goes and start... You just hear it. You are a fascinating creature in your head. I'm blowing through the bagpipes and my nose is also trumpeting at the same time. <laughs> Ifri's going to start just gently jogging to try and keep up with the bird, looking over with a little bit of disdain at the power walking technique. Oh, your joints are going to be mad at you later. I've been doing this a long time. (laughs) You follow this raven through the wood. It twists and turns around the various trees, seeming that the, the fog doesn't bother it, as if it knows exactly where it's going. Going just fast enough that you can barely catch up with it, but just enough that it always stays within your sight. Until, after a few minutes, you arrive at what looks like a small stone mausoleum. Well, this looks rather ominous. I have to agree with you there. I'm quite a fan of the dark hole, I say let's go. (laughs) Is the the mausoleum, like, open? Like, are there open doors? Ever so slightly. All right, uh, Ifri's going to walk up and try and strong arm the door open. Make a strength check for me. A 13. You grab it and it just barely enough open that you could fit in. And there's a sudden gust of wind that comes out along with it as almost as you're breaking a seal, but it was already open. open. Does the wind smell like anything? (laughs) Saffron. Saffron. Oh. That is surprisingly pleasant. <laughs> right, Raven. This is where I'm supposed to go in. Talia! I'll take that as a yes. I'm just going to uh, reach back in my bag and, and hold out another little palm of corn and see if the raven will come. Make an animal handling check. Okay. <laughs> Ten. Oh, wow. It comes down off the top of its perch, uh, lands on your arm, eats the corn, looks at you for a moment. Talia! And then flies back off. Like a way away. Like it 
It's gone. Uh, yeah. Well, well, um, well, I don't know about you, but I want my things back. So I'm going in. I'm going to squeeze my way to, into the mausoleum. I'll He's, follow. What is your name again? Crueth. <laughs> you make your way down. And at first it's very dark, like what you would expect this mausoleum to be. But after a few steps, suddenly everything begins getting brighter as this mausoleum slowly turns into a room filled with glittering gold, lavish lanterns, piles and piles upon food, as you see lying on the other side, almost crystalline in nature, a with the body of a lion, the face of a woman, and large, grand wings. As it lies there. Haba baba. Not a deal breaker for me, just yet. <laughs> oh, I've heard of fucking sphinxes. Oh my. I've been a sphinx before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, you've been, you've a, been a lot of things, have oh, you? I have, yes. Quite majestic creatures. Visitors. Hello. Hello. Well, hello. Now that is the voice I heard before. From the Raven? Why, yes. Y'all heard it this time, right? Oh, yes. Yes, my messenger to help find those that they're lost. Is this your domain? Down here? Yes. Out there? No. Something so powerful that even consumed I. So you're one of the lost ones also? Lost to time. I see. My name long forgotten. Promised to live on through a bard. He lied. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we all look over at the one bard Med- in the room. is kind of just looking around, catches you looking, goes, points at the at the lanterns and goes, nice lanterns. <laughs> Twas not you. It was one far before your time. Would I have known them? Make a history check. 16. You remember old tales of a bard from long ago. Some call him the first bard. Uh-huh. Tavalier. Yeah, not Shakespeare. <laughs> not Shakespeare. He's, not, he's modern. He's not. Dr. He, Allison Shakespeare. <laughs> he'll show up one day. Not in this world. No. <laughs> uh, Tavalier, the first bard. Famous for their tales and epics of them meeting monsters and beating them. In matches of not only strength, but wit. Was this a bard that came to conquer you, came to to take from you, or was this a friend? He was a friend. You wish to ask me a question. He was in love with a young maiden. It was their wedding night. Before me, he brought the words that he would say to his soon beloved to ask for my blessings. In return, I give him answers. And he left, never said my name. And you could give us answers? Is that what I'm getting from you? You have answers to give if we have something to give you? Do you know where things are? I know where to find. I not know the precise location. How, if we were interested in perhaps, per se, a, 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 little, a little quid pro quo with yourself, how would we go about doing that? You must answer but one question. This bard from many years ago used a string of words with every letter. What was the question that he asked me? I'm sorry, I'm not very smart. Could you say that again? (laughs) The bard from long ago used a sentence made of words with every letter. What was the question that he asked me? Does the quick brown fox jump over the lazy dog? No. 
there's a much cooler one that I'm looking for. <laughs> Do any of the letters repeat themselves, or they only said three once? repeats? Oh, oh God! Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so dumb. <laughs> we have a piece of paper. We could also play a game of Hangman if you want. <laughs> I'm gonna pull out my drum and just start to. What it sort that? of echoes throughout this empty mausoleum. And while they're thinking, I would like to walk closer to this creature. Um, and as I am, kind of take a look around if it's blocking any entrance of some sort, if it's what's going on there. Make a, a make a perception check. I think I need a bit of a visual guide. 19. You see uh, the Sphinx is lying on this uh, very lavish looking pillow that it seems to have set up for itself. Mm-hmm. You see behind it, although there's much a glittering gold in this mausoleum. You see there is something small and shining hiding behind this mm-hmm. sphinx. Mm-hmm. Oh, mighty sphinx. Would it not be enough that instead of answering a question, we get your name out there. We have a very famous bard and stand-up comedian in our party as we speak. Well, well, well burgeoning, burgeoning stand-up comedian. I can't say I've... Uh... Well, I heard your tight five. It was very good. Oh, you got, like, yeah, the I got a chuckle, at least. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. I'll take feedback. He's very good. Perhaps Might he spread your name? Satisfy a well, we would long... have to know, know what the name is, right? And did you not say that you, you did not know your name? or That was not my question. Right, no, that was, and that was not an answer. And I know we said that we'd prefer the question, but maybe now we're backtracking a little bit. Perhaps I can help. And the Sphinx's eyes glow, and you see the tiles on the wall start to flip. (laughs) (laughs) I love a Wheel of Fortune moment. Uh, I need a piece of paper. (laughs) I've got military planning and strategy, but I've got no mind for numbers or letters. And we gotta deal with both. Numbers. Well, the right number of letters. <laughs> As you see, the uh, the tiles on the wall move to create the the number of lines that you see in front of you. That seems to be the code phrase that he is looking for. This is much. This is hilarious because this is an audio can only ask format, you a, and this is a highly physical game. <laughs> can I ask you a quick question? What happens if we get it wrong? This is a tomb. <laughs> oh, you're not joking, right? I did can't just uh, pop on out and turn around. Stairs are gone. As the as the shuffling tiles on the wall, you see the the walls closed in behind you. You are in a game of wits. <laughs> oh my! Well, the stakes are high, as they can say. We ask letters. Is that how this works? Like hangman? Okay, I'll ask a letter. I will give you. Well, every letter is in this sentence. Is that not correct? I bet. I bet. It's yes. Sh- so you only get. Uh, limited amount of guesses. I bet the word Sphinx is in there, and that has a Q in it, right? No, that does not. <laughs> there is is no Q Sphinx. in the letter. In the in the you word. You can also ask Sphinx. for words. You can say if you think you know a word, you can say is the word whatever in there. I have been drumming on my drum for around a minute now. Uh, I'm going to do enthralling performance. I need a wisdom save from all of you, please. The Sphinx. Do you now? Is immune. <laughs> Technically, I have There's given you guys eight. all the information that you would need. Eight? Eight. That's a fail. So I am enthralled. You are charmed by me for an hour. 
Wow, forcing I, the party to I work know, together. I know I didn't 15. say this before, but... 15. Your voice is <laughs> you beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. I try my hardest. How do you want... You're so attractive. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I, I prefer you're this comedy. Right? I mean, dragons and... It's always nice to meet a fan. I feel kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how groupies begin. Not great. That's just a 13. Yeah, you're uh, charmed by me as well. <laughs> Dang it. The only one that's not charmed is... Kruith. I'm too focused on figuring out this um this puzzle. You are quite the the rhythmic musician now. No, aren't thank you. you. Very, it's all about the motion of the ocean. Now, would you like me to repeat my question? I was about to say. I suggest we get the Sphinx to repeat their question, and then we put our heads together, and then begin. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. I well, thought thank you'd you. think so. I thought you'd think so. I trust you. This young You're obviously bard. the smartest in the room. <laughs> Best use of a bond's <laughs> okay. fish compliments out of your friends. <laughs> this young bard who came to me long ago upon his wedding night brought to me the words that he wanted to say to his love. He asked me to judge them upon my own divination. He then left, never to return. He said a sentence with words that contained all the letters of the alphabet. What was the question he asked me? So, from what I can tell, this young chap, this young lady came in here for a little bit of advice, a wee bit of advice from old Sphinxy here. Right. Well, I would think that day. maybe He was then... a bard. We must remember that he was a bard. Maybe then oh, the first Oh, so you would know quite that... a lot about the kind of thinking that such a man might have. Yes, yes, I have a fair idea, um, but I don't think he was asking about her grooming situation for the uh, after party, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Probably best. I do think. I think maybe the first word is Sphinx. Well then, let's guess. Well, why, yes, why don't first? I mean, there there are six letters in that in that first word there, and and we do know that it is a question. So why don't we together, without officially uh, submitting an answer, uh, well, there's the suggest the starts a question. The reporter's questions: the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, and the how. You could start the question. But none of those Sphinx. have a, Tell a, me a, this. a six um, you letters. Know? That's so, what I was thinking. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a, a questioning word per se. Well, then the second word Whence? though ha- has two letters. Whence? So, so Sphinx do something you know. do you know? Or, There's lots or, of options. Or uh, oh, that's one. Yeah. Sphinx do. Sphinx. Oh. Well, how how many letters me. does Sphinx have? Isn't it six? Well, that sounds like a rather S P H I N S Q. There's a Q in there. <laughs> And that takes care of X, which is the one I was worried about. Well, you always X-ray is always in these questions. You always pop X-ray in there how, to get rid of your. Oh, Sphinx! Did you tell us how many guesses that we get before we get locked in this tomb? I have. <laughs> that not. is an important um, question to ask. It. I think. Well, here's an idea. He is asking about his soon-to-be bride, and uh, a polite way to. To I mean he's he's asking about also, something. Also, DM give you a hint. I might have accidentally said one of the words already. I, I gathered. Yeah. yeah, I did not notice. So. I did. I did not mean to say the word, but I said it. And I went fuck. Okay, continue on. Well, so so Sphinx, and then and then somebody suggested the word do, and the subject of the question might be a, a woman. So Sphinx, do 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 women could be the start of that question. Sphinx, do women... Do women... Something, something, something. Do women... Well, it's about the wedding night. Or the wedding, right? B- but that is a, a, a five-letter word. always... 
Orgasm. For anyone who who <laughs> might be wishing to play at home, we have a. In my experience, <laughs> uh, let me tell you this: yes, <laughs> yes, they do one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> and let me tell you. So just a pause here for our wonderful listeners at home who might want to play this game with us. We oh, have yeah. a yes. six-letter word, then a two-letter word, a five-letter word, followed by a six-letter word, followed by a five-letter word, a two-letter word, and a three-letter word. Finishing with a question mark. And if you could call in, that would greatly help us. <laughs> yes, it's, it's one of those sentences that contains every letter of the alphabet. Some of them get repeated. But He said there were three repeated. Yes, because I'm pretty sure I read this sentence several times over this afternoon to make sure I got everything right. <laughs> I am 99% it's okay. sure. If he's wrong, we get off on a technicality. <laughs> If the almighty knowing Sphinx well, is wrong, you get out free. Why don't we throw a vowel in there just to give us a little helping hand? All right. Eh. Well, we, we, don't, we don't know how many guesses we get, right? I suggest guessing a word. Sphinx is the first word. But why would we guess one that we know is prob... Okay. He got out his pen. That's a good... <laughs> now, if we've guessed Sphinx, do any of the letters that repeat in Sphinx and that repeat in the sentence, do they pop up as well? They do not. Well, fuck me in the... Right, then we know it's not is or it next. You were probably right with do. I thought thought that was you, but sure. No, that wasn't me. It was you? Mm -hmm. Well, why don't we try and work out a logical sentence with these words? Sphinx, do... What has a Z in it? Uh, It would make sense. Zoo. Sphinx, zoo? Well, it doesn't Uh, need to be this word. Topaz. Topaz. Zoo. You are close with that thought process. Right. Well, that was the only good thought I had. Um, okay, what's another... I will give you another description. A gem. Is it a gem with the Z? Yes. Fuck, what's another gem oh, with the Z? It is a... Zirconia. They're, they're, uh, the, I describe the Sphinx as being dark in color and crystalline in nature. I don't um, know my... Podcast listeners, this is just me seeing smoke, them squirm. Oh, I don't is know it smoky quartz? Oh. Quartz, yeah. lots of quartz. Quartz. <laughs> Fuck me. Why didn't I think of that earlier? Sphinx. Something, Sphinx, something, quartz, something, something, something. Well, it is a wedding night, so in bed could be the end of that sentence. I mean, but I don't no, know what you want a quartz he, in bed. He said now. that I, in none of the letters in Sphinx repeat, so I, I don't know why I'm starting to do a bias accent. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So on bed. <laughs> Sphinx. On. <laughs> Will our intrepid heroes figure out the Sphinx's riddle? No, that can't Find be. out Does next time on The Lament uh, of Lost Things. Theater of the Mind Flare. You're still here? Thanks for listening to Theater of the Mind Flare. We go live on every podcast app every Tuesday. Follow us on Twitter at MindFlayer underscore pod and on Instagram at Theater of the MindFlayer with an R-E, you filthy Americans. If you like what you heard, leave us a review. Or, you know, whatever. Just do what you want. I'm not your dad. 